Hey, welcome to the Votary Podcast. We're a team of filmmakers based in New England who are passionate about storytelling. We talk about the impact the stories have in every part of our lives, from business to culture and everything in between. Thanks for joining us. Should I get a beer too so I don't look like a little baby? Do you really need to a ask? little baby boomer? Ask a little baby them. boomer? You can get a white claw, bro. You can. How, how do you make beer? You just tap the you just tap the hop and tree. So put All it right. on top. Are you guys rolling? We're rolling. Do you want to slate? Should we stall? This is pretty fun. <laughs> Be like, I'm gonna do that. Be like, yeah. So I was uh, living in LA. <laughs> And it's actually way less humid. <laughs> All right. We have a very special episode today. Benjamin Farber is joining us. Hey, everybody. Who is Benjamin Farber? Uh, he influences. He's influenced us on the other side of the in our heart. Don't you? Here. Um, wow. I got to tell you, you know, uh, walking up and uh, jabbing uh, my hip into this table was a uh, pastime <laughs> of mine in 2000. <laughs> 17, so, Oh, I thought you meant just now. You no, no, this is a, was an absolute classic for me. Also, I'd keep a large black iced coffee from Dunkin' like right on the corner of this thing. Or, so or honeydew. It was usually honeydew. Yeah, and it would just like condensate. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd, I'd be like, and then like. So Ben, you're uh, familiar with this table, but today's your first time seeing this office space. Great. Jono's leading this very well. I just want to give yes. a shout out to Jono. Yes. Uh, never been here. This is amazing. Um, the real deal. That sign was gorgeous, mm. coming off of uh, two ni- uh, 295. Wait till you see it lit up. Yeah. Is it 290? I uh, passed by the Starbucks that Jed Burdick interviewed me in, mm. uh, alongside a closed down 99. Devastating. Where am I going to get my wings and Caesar salad now? <laughs> they had it coming. But um, yeah, the nostalgia came pouring in. Worcester. Mm. Wow. Haven't been here in three years. Shoot. All right. Well, when was the last time you were here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I, uh, was like, hey, Jed. That's dope. I was like, hey, Jed, uh, do you want to go to lunch? He was like, sure, Ben. One-on-one time. I like it. And then we had the one-on-one time, and then we had some some food, and I said, uh, I'm going to move to L.A., I think gotta get out of here and he said uh happy for you he said good (laughs) i can't get out of here (laughs) go on and off i went go on fine then yeah days later uh, that that was me i was like old yeller i was like whatever fine go to la wow okay so that was like 2018 18 and you worked at votary for i was at votary media from March of 2017 to March of 2018, I think. Wow. That's how you know, because it was Votary Media. Yeah, before mm. Votary Films. Yeah. DBA, obviously. How did I find Votary Media? I'll tell you. Well, I typed in production company blank, production company blank, production company blank after I uh, finished a job in Brooklyn. Mm. And I was looking for places to work, and I would just type in random cities after production company. <laughs> 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 and then Votary Media came up on Google. I sent a cold email to Jed, and uh, Jed's a sucker for the cold emails at the time, <laughs> at least. He was really into like the passionate paragraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jed was like, "I gotta, you know, I'll, you know, try to figure out how to get you onboarded, but I really want you to work here." Mm-hmm. But it took some like, time, so a couple we, weeks. 
can't mm, pay you. Like three weeks. It took something like that that amount of time. There you go. The audience watching us, uh, this, the illustrious guests. It's uh, very it's very funny because I, I don't. It makes me feel like I should be saying something interesting, but hopefully I come up with interesting things to say. <laughs> oh, there is well. plenty to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we don't say anything interesting well, on the podcast, so there's a low bar. Okay. I I don't remember the third interview. I don't remember that process at all. I think it was the third interview was meant for like an introduction to the rest of the team. And then it was you, Jamin. Yeah, I, I think that was it, actually. And then just um, Jed. Where Was that at the office? Birch Tree. That was the last Birch? one. That was like a, it was a done deal at that point. It's yeah. like all onboarding, like, welcome to the team. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So you, you didn't do, you were sales, right? The whole time you worked for, for Votary, you were sales. And now you're not doing sales anymore at all. No, no, I don't sell anything. We're just sad because we wanted you to sell for us when you were out in LA. So we could, Maybe, you know, you know yeah, we could revisit that. But uh, no, I, uh, now I'm in very much like uh, nuts and bolts workflow. So you're a mechanic. But, yes. Um, I work on cars, just kidding. <laughs> Although I did in high school, sort of. But anyway, I uh, no, I'm a post-production supervisor content producer for Sugutan IO. It's a marketing agency. Hmm. Shout out. What, what did you learn during all the, all the selling process early in Votary er, oh, early days when I, we didn't really have a process as much? And, uh, yeah. What did you, what did you learn? I learned about the, uh, the empathy machine in the workplace and how important it is. Whoa. <laughs> I don't even that's know a little that deep. An empathy machine. Yeah, like I think that that's a big part of just pumping out empathy. I think that yeah, I mean that's a big part of uh, manufacturing. Jed's mantra and also I don't know the way that people conduct themselves, at least around when I was you know when I was working here mm -hmm. that way, very genuine, Probably. genuine connections, genuine conversations, mm. which I think you, motivated the tagline for Votary Media. The why the you know like it's not like a yeah try to capture people in the moment, act like authentic testimonials and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, oh, so yeah. Do you mean like we're like internally like workplace culture or do you mean like our, our work, like what we put out? I mostly work. Well, I think of the way that you uh, communicate with clients. Yeah. Internally, we don't really have empathy for each other. No, no, like, no it's very vacant and pretty brutal. <laughs> it's kind of a like lot a of animosity, actually. Yeah. If, if you survive here, then you're everyone's <laughs> made fun of on Slack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Oh, but like outwardly, like we honor and we, Support. Welcome to the team, like on like that public Slack channel, but offline, it's like pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, but we, yeah. We do do that, but it's ironic yeah. to be inauthentic, ironically. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that, hilarious. But definitely empathy is ironic. like a, in marketing, I think is like one of the big, what they tell you is like, because not, not everybody has empathy. Mm. What, what were you going to say? It's a, one of the big what? Like, uh, I think it's like, uh, well, my boss at least utilizes tools. Like she has this, um, it's like a PSI, like a personality test, where she like gauges people, people's personality traits and thinks we're, like she like tries to allocate where their strengths and weaknesses are based on that test mm -hmm. and like where they, should, where they should be, who they should be communicating <laughs> with. But um, like empathy is something that comes up in certain people, but it doesn't come up in others. Oh, interestingly wow. enough, but I feel it with Votary. Yeah, it's what separates. I feel like myself. So you you huh. felt like you learned about the importance of having empathy in like the marketing video sphere, or or you just learn about that in 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 general. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, and I th I think that like making like sh 
having empathy, have, like, I think that that's super critical in the process of like keeping or like harnessing a relationship with people that you're yeah. collaborating it's really with important yeah. film and art to have yeah. in order to not become a psychopath that's very true that's, <laughs> that's very good. true when you if stop you, feeling emotions then it's like you're time to check in well mm. when you start mirroring when you start image, like mimicking empathy yeah, that's exactly, what's really exactly. bad because they say a lot of uh larger wow. corporations actually take on the persona of potentially what would be labeled as a psychopath and a human because if you were to look at what a typical like corporate uh you know, entity with, I can't remember what the qualifiers were, but maybe a thousand employees or whatever. A lot of them actually registered as what you would say a psychopath is <laughs> in a, in a yeah. human being, because yeah. there's no empathy. It's all about yeah. the numbers. It's all about just putting out the face value. And it's very interesting how we tend to work with a lot of companies that are not that way. We actually gravitate away from the companies that just want you know, like, hey, we the cut and dry. This is what we want. We're wanting to dig into the empathy and dig into the meaningful work. And we're saying, well, what stories are there that we can tell? And it's just very interesting to think about how, like, businesses are made up of people, and people are made up of either empathy, you know, like many, many, many things. But empathy is definitely a huge factor. Yeah, you're saying basically, if you just stilled <laughs> like a, a a corporation down to like. Yeah. Uh, a personality or like exactly. a character or like you pretended it was a character. Yeah. I wish I had the reference for like the exact, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like a study that was done. But That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you can see that even more now. Cause it's like, let's say what we think we should say, you know, it could be robotic, right? I mean, you yeah. see like, we got to say this so that we appear this way. And it's like that mim mimicking. You were just saying like people who don't have empathy, they just like, Oh, what do people want me to do? I'm going to do that. So I don't get found out. Mm. It's like when, when people are like so keen on, you know, reassuring you of a certain thing and you're like, why are you reassuring me of that when <laughs> like yeah, it shouldn't yeah, be a yeah. problem? Like you keep yeah. saying like, oh no, I'm like, we're, you know, everything's by the books and we're doing it right. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you weren't until you said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you guys have radically changed the way that you shoot content. I mean, it's never been, uh, the intent has never been to like lead, lead, um, the subject in a particular direction it's always very like a or like in an like artificial way mm -hmm. it's always been very very genuine and organic and uh, free-flowing verite as they say yeah the shooting style yeah i i like to tell people i'll i i won't want to put any messaging on you as a as in the you know in the narrative or is there is there like a crazy amount of fruit flies yeah, from, you probably killed, can't. You probably can't see we it talking. on camera. Yes. But just the beer is just bringing out the. They love the doubles. Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. Like it, I don't want to put any messaging on someone. Like I'm uh, camping, and I want I want to just uh, <laughs> ask some questions and get out what's already there. Um, I feel like we're just a little bit better at doing that now with like a set process. But yeah, we used to just sit down and just be like, so you don't <laughs> just like, like we're doing now, just like, yeah. but filmage, like, all right, this is going to be your video. It's like, just, yeah, before we just show up and you're like, so why, why are you doing that? You know? Yeah. We just go off of purely like the feeling. They're of like, it. this like, is going to be the product. You guys will edit this, right? We're like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, re I remember, sorry to interrupt. I remember there was one uh, shoot that we did. I don't remember if it was with Jono or it was just like with Jamin or both or whatever. Um, but like the subject was afraid that they were speaking too slowly. So they, mm. 
They were like, I gotta go really fast. So I, I, I think that basically the thing is that I, and I was like, well, it's gonna be edited. They wanted to go to the <laughs> pacing of what video they wanted. Like they're thinking about the edit, like how fast the edit of the video would be. They're like, well, it's gonna be a two minute video. So I have a lot to say, but I really gotta blast this out <laughs> in two minutes. <laughs> Which, that's what it was. <laughs> that's I love. I love that. I love that rationale. I don't remember who that was. It might have been Dad. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Sponsoring this video. Sorry, do you guys not drop client names? I won't do that anymore. Mostly no. You can cut, you can cut that out. Shout out to. <laughs> they were really cool. And our worst client. <laughs> oh man, that was horrible. And our best. <laughs> so good. Uh, what What were you coming away from that you found voting? We're like, yeah, I'll, I'll work here. Like, I, I I know a little bit of your background, but I, I'm. Oh, the, I want to. Were you wandering aimlessly and wandering in the looking desert. for a home, a nomad? Yeah, I came from a production company that I was like a sl- interns, almost slash like director's assistant, called Public Record in Brooklyn, and. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. And what I found, and it's you know, shout out to the website how it was designed at the time, which now it's it's even better, but at the time. When you really just show the people in like, you know, the about page and like you got that black and white arms crossed smiley pics, that does a lot. They look because it, it, it feels like coming from film school or almost coming from a certain space. It feels like a collective of, of makers and artists. Mm. Um, and that was super. Uh, You're talking about the Votary website? Mm-hmm. And that was super cool for me when I first saw it. I was like, oh, these people seem cool. And mm. it seems I would love to be one of those thumbnails. Oh, and you were. And I became one for a little while, even after I had left. Mm-hmm. That Caesar salad meme. Yeah, you, you were on our website for like a year. That's, at least. that's the votary way. We like, yeah. I just w- can't let go of people. We're like, ah, oh, he moved on. All he right, might well. sell another thing. Yeah, we, we put on our uh, website, right, that we, we were in LA. You know, the idea was to sell for it. But yeah. I'm curious to know what drew you to LA. Were you going there with uh, this, pl- this plan in mind, or were you kind of, you know, because I wasn't there with your conversation with Jed when you did decide to do that, or was there something that just uh, kind of beckoned you that you didn't even know what it was? Um, I just needed to, well, I had first worked in LA when I was 19 uh, during the summer of college. I like uh, worked at a equipment rental company in Burbank. And then the next summer I did that and then did the same thing at a different equipment rental warehouse when I was 20. And I was like, I definitely need to come back here at some point. Mm. I always really wanted to come back. And I think there were just different uh, life circumstances that made me slow down that plan post-graduation, which I'm glad I did because there were very foundational experiences like being at Votary and being some other spaces. Um, but yeah, always wanted to go back. Um, tons of you know connections out there and friends from college. And I had sort of like a feeler, something kind of lined up and just coffee, really. And that was enough to uh, make a risky move and drive across the country. Coffee brought you out there? yeah those coffee beans really brought me there (laughs) no but no yeah it was just a a, a potential to work uh with somebody and it was like oh let's have coffee let's like and i was like okay that's 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 gonna be enough for me there's love love yeah love love brought you out there no 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 love love. no there was no love at that time that brought me out there (laughs) nope straight just wanting to uh change it up because i had been in massachusetts for five years and i was Mm. like Uh, wow that's a little while college longer than i remember why did you initially go to film school oh like what what drew you to even want to study film oh man i don't know i just i've always you know loved movies it seems to be the only thing i was really 
really, really passionate about for a while. Um, and definitely from just a young age, I knew I wanted to do it in some capacity. And I'm, I'm doing it, which is great. I do studied you, it. Do you remember when that was? Was there uh, something monumental that made you feel like, oh, I'm going to do that? Or was it very gradual? No, but my grandmother has a pretty good story that I could bring up where I watched, uh, I was in the movie theater and I think it was Pocahontas was playing. And I was like a toddler and I threw <clears throat> my entire tray, soda, popcorn, and candy. Oh, so, you, you, so you were doing that <laughs> when you were a kid too, huh? Yeah. And it, he still does this move where he's throwing <laughs> things. things. Just... Just launch them. So why, why did you launch them? Why were you launching the stuff while watching Pocahontas? Just out of oh, Well, excitement? my grandmother says it's like, oh, I got so excited when the screen came on. Uh, isn't that that's cool? Isn't that, a, isn't that a nice story? That's a nice story. It's, it's funny how sometimes the things people say about us affirm it in a way that... Your own self-mythology? Yeah, it might not even wow. have happened if they had... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like when, when adults... like I, My dad would do this a lot. He would say things repeatedly like affirming a certain thing because he saw it and it made me believe it the more he was like oh he's so good at this or that and it's like oh really like it gave me confidence yeah like, mm, believing that yeah it's like that your memory is not your memory it's your memory of your memory oh yeah. my goodness yeah i remember that quote <laughs> maybe we shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> John, all day today has been uh, cracking me up nonstop. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Sorry, won't happen again. Sorry. <laughs> Disruptive right now. Sorry. We all went out for lunch today. It was delicious. Mm. Mm -hmm. Shout out mm -hmm. Birch Tree. Shout out to Birch Tree. I, my kale Caesar was fantastic. Thank mm. you, uh, Birch Tree Bakery Kale Caesar, for sponsoring this video. <laughs> Go ahead and stop in if you ever have a time. Tummy rumble. Tummy rumble. But yeah, and I've been I've been in the same apartment ever since, and uh, four four jobs later, still working out there. But mm. yeah. all within the field, just different production companies and stuff. And what's the industry like? Uh, pretty hard. Rate it on a scale of one to ten. Wow, seven point seven. Wow, sevens all around. I think that's a fair score. I think that's a fair score. Um, yeah, I think that it's a lot of creatives who are all trying to do stuff and. Los Angeles, but um, if you have technical skill sets, it's basically like, oh, can you do it? Okay. <laughs> and you're hired if you can do it. That sounds like a 7.7 to me. That's a straight 7.7. Mm. 7. Well, yeah, what are some of like the major differences? Obviously, LA is like Saturated the, film, the film hub. Like, obviously, we're not going to compare Worcester <clears throat> to, LA. <laughs> <What just laughs> to LA. But like, you know, uh, what are like some of the, the major differences? I think that there's an energy that you can bring from the East Coast to the West Coast that makes the interview process or just connecting with people a little bit easier. Mm. Like, wow, I really like that eye contact, and I really like. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really like how like confident, and well spoken. You didn't. You, are, you blah, didn't blah, blah, leave blah. in the middle of the in, the uh, interview to go surfing yeah. or something. Yeah. Wait, are you saying that the confidence you brought from East Coast, coast yes, to helped. the West Coast? Oh. Mm. Have you ever heard the phrase "No, yeah, no, for sure"? Yes. yes. No, yeah, yeah, no. That means yeah. no. No, yeah. <laughs> In LA. You're no, like yeah, no, for some, sure. Like, like, oh, do you want to go do this thing, dude? Yeah, no, yeah, no, for sure. Like, I could I could be down. <laughs> oh, so I'm not down. I could. I could. It sounds like, a lot like <laughs> Jamin. 
Well, what? In Montana, right? It's not too far from West Coast. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I might commit to that. I was last <laughs> two nights ago. I was with my buddy in Cambridge, and I'm like, "Hey, do you want to play Mario Tennis?" And he's like, "I don't feel like tonight's the night." Very <laughs> And I was like, "You just saved." Wow, like an somebody hour. just said no to me. That was amazing. That felt great. And I haven't seen him in so long. And he's like, "It's not the right time." But in LA, oh no, yeah, no, I, I could be, I could be, I could be down, man. Yeah, no, let's, for let's sure. And then you know, 20 minutes later, I'm not. Hmm. That's funny. That's it. That's yeah. one difference. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I may have accidentally brought some West Coast, some West Coast vibes over here to the East people, Coast Montana vibes. People just talk about the time. East Coast like and the West Coast like so broadly, but I'm like, <laughs> there's like it's huge. There's like 25 states like down the, like yeah, East Coast versus is, West. East Coast is like so like fast paced, and West Coast is like chill. I'm like. You mean like Florida, yeah. oh, yeah. South Carolina? I mean in Maine. I live in Olympia, Washington. <laughs> East versus West. I think like like Maine is like, you know, the same as... <laughs> we, all right, it was a stupid question. I was just curious, and you're this very small pockets of experiences on both sides. That that was what I was looking for. Like, like there's some interesting... Because the first time I went to San Diego, I was like, I was enthralled by the fact that nobody asked me what I, how I make money. <laughs> just that simple thing. I was like, that's so cool. They just want to like go to cafes oh, okay. and surf. You know what? And just like these weird cultural things where they're like... But San Diego you, is very different what than do you LA. Do? Totally. It is. Yeah. It, it, yeah. They were all... Everyone's like, oh, what do you do for fun? And like, do you drink coffee? And it's just like that kind of question. And out here, it's just like... So what do you do? You know, everywhere you go, what do you do? What do you do? Which is just, how do you make your money? And uh, I I just found it refreshing. And then I realized, oh, you know, San Diego is just that. I've always found in a gathering, in like a party situation or just a lunch or group of people, always saying what I do is weird. Really? Yeah. Because everyone's a producer. Oh, okay. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's like a, everyone, everyone's a, everyone like does it. Yeah, so I'm a like CEO a, of uh, Interflex. Yeah, to a, like a, a, it's almost like a moot point to bring up your job. It's it's opposite mm. out here. You're, you're like it's like a moot point. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like point. Moot. It's just like pointless to yeah, it's to like talk about. Okay, so like out here, if I say like yeah, I'm a filmmaker, I feel like people are gonna be like, well, is that a real job? You know what I mean? Like it's like totally oh, it's different. Like an interesting opposite. Yeah, yeah, but it's like everybody's a filmmaker in LA. So it's like you're like, oh, you're a filmmaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think it's a filmmaker bubble? Do you think it's going to burst? I think it already has. I think theoretically it already did burst. I think think COVID burst the bubble. I think it was bursted like in 2014 when it became too expensive to shoot in LA for like really large scale productions. And then everyone went to like those big features are shot in Atlanta and like in the cameras coming to New Orleans and and places like that. The gear. Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. Yeah. I'm at Vancouver. The gear coming out that's so cheap, <laughs> anyone can make it. You know, it's like I don't know. There's a little bit of a, of a little bit of a like prestige to being in the industry or in if only the people that had the gear had the ambition to do it. Yeah, I wish. I wish. I wish. Oh. Uh, mm. Yeah. Be oh. Ambitious. Oh. But yeah, no. I just think people who have, uh, you know, their dream is set on. At least in my perspective, a lot of people, they're going to go to L.A. and that's where they're going to start their career. And it's like, well, you don't even have to. Like, You could just do what you do totally. from anywhere and make something meaningful. Um, it's not the same as it was if even five years ago where it's like, you know, you can make a living like you can independently. It's like you can 
start your own company and Uber and Grubhub on the side, you know, it's like totally. people, people can make it work no matter what. Yeah. And yeah. And there's film is everywhere. Well, yeah, things are definitely different now than they were like six months ago in LA. Like things are open now, right? Yeah. People are, there was some COVID I mean, like, production happening, but now it's like, it's real. Everything's really ramping up. So Ben, um, tell me why all my favorite TV shows, this, the, the next season is not out. <laughs> I'm uh, just waiting. A, it's a simple answer, Jono. Um, and I think it really has to do with this. None of them were good. Okay. <laughs> Got me there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's um, just the shows that you're watching. <laughs> you know, there's been lots of delays with, with you know, Why is TV Bob's shows. Burgers season 15 not out yet? <laughs> <laughs> you should write a letter to Fox. Um, no, but other other than other flipping letter. your food in the Pocahontas, <laughs> while watching Pocahontas when you were a kid <laughs> in the theater, what, why, why did you study film? Like, uh, you know, other than the grandma story, like what was it that you, yeah, you love movies. That's what you were passionate about. Was it just, I want to just be a part. I, I love this. I just want to be yeah, a part of this. No, I just, and any part of it. Yeah. Or yeah. No. Something specifically. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. Yeah. No, no, for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I yeah. But that, why? No. Yeah. No. I think that the, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think that just participating, like, yeah, being creative in that way and like representing real life on screen was like really interesting to me. I don't know. I've always been interested in it. Mm. And, um, like finding, uh, like uh, similarities with what you're seeing with your own personal life. I don't know. Mm. That's the, I mean, when you're like eight or nine watching, uh, <coughs> Godzilla 1998. Shout out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that movie. Shout out. <laughs> Made my family watch that 12 times. Godzilla 1998. I remember <laughs> six That's and just watching good. Godzilla. It's not good. I remember watching the Matthew Broderick one. That's that's, 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 that's the, the one. one. That's yeah, with the worms. He's, he's finding worms in the beginning. Yeah, I, mean, like, I remember literally watching that on the airplane and being like, PG-13, oh, gotta no. watch this. Yeah, yeah be, that was yeah. one of the big foundational ones, Godzilla 98. If we can talk about specific movies, which I've heard that on this podcast, you guys have. Yeah, I mean, they sponsor this well, video. Yeah, I, well, I was I, that was going to be my next question, but I was curious if it was just any role if you knew when you were going into college like i really want to write and direct i really want to just be a part of filmmaking in general i just want to yeah, I direct, see how this is in high school i directed made. a bunch of like you know films and in, in like media class and i wanted to be a director but i think that um mm. you know the whole process is not that you know one-to-one -one. um i have i've you know ended up directing yeah per se some stuff with votary um, ended up doing the same thing on the West, but it's most more of a collaborative process, obviously what you learn. Um, per se. Yeah. But, yeah. Per um, se. Yeah. Like Raymond's movers. I uh, found that, that was a, that's a, yeah. that's a Jono special right yeah, there. Jamin too. I feel like mm. everyone had, oh, yeah, Jamin had a hand in that. I forgot. Collab. Yeah. Big mm. collab. Shout out to Raymond's movers. Mm. You guys can it cut is, that out. It of is course. a good, it is a good piece. <laughs> no, we'll show like a little visual of Raymond's movers right now. Oh, that's nice. Look at those shots. Okay. Movers. Movers was a good company. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope this has been fascinating for everyone thus far. You know, 20 minute check in. How's the podcast going? Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no, for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's like, Which I've started doing. Yeah, no, really I bad. noticed. No. That's great. Yeah. I've always wanted to be in film in some degree. 
capacity. And then when I went to college, I got really arty about it and then kind of snobby. Yeah. And I think uh, everyone felt a little peppering of that. For me, when I was at Votary. Oh, well, yeah. you you made I me. I that. was like, I, I was like, hate do you like uh, movie? And, and you were like, like, no, that's not a movie. No, that's a I film. hate that. Here is a thirteen-page essay on why I didn't like it. My <laughs> dissertation is no. You you ready. you made Jamin's me. Like, you want to go see the new Nolan? I'm like, no. But have you seen this three-hour and forty-five-minute <laughs> experimental film? It's like. <laughs> I was like, um, maybe I should watch that one. No, you but you, you made me want to start like a YouTube channel with voter. Like I had already kind of in the back of my head wanted to, but I remember, you know, you you and I would get into these long conversations about movies, and I was like, oh, we should just be, everyone else should be filming this, sitting and, in the corner and just like, what are they talking about? No, everybody would join in, but like, oh, I sure. just feel like, <laughs> I don't know, I I've always had like a strong opinion about movies in general and like I, I always loved getting into long debates with you and uh yeah and yeah all right and, I, and I still have harbor a lot of those I hate everything sentiments of course but um, yeah yeah you guys are both like super cynical so like critics what what, what, what <laughs> movies both have like a lot of hatred of yeah all like you're like picking apart everything what movies all the time do you hate I actually don't think that's true at all. I'm over exaggerating. They, they are I'm both have high standards for movies, Every, which is uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Everything Jono says is a lie. Um, <laughs> no, it's just an exaggeration. I know, yeah. I'm just kidding. What what do you uh I what do you what lie. movies do you hate right now? <laughs> well, here's one more thing I really want to quickly say. Some of the most talented and technically savvy and like brilliant people that I know in the industry all have are like wearing like Captain America t shirts and like Stuff they bought at like Walmart, like branded like Avengers mm -hmm. tees and like very like pop Why? culture y. Why? Interesting. But just that, that's their taste. But they happen to be some of the most like brilliant makers that I know. And like mm -hmm. they make amazing, like beautiful content. So it's like really, I mean, taste is, I don't yeah. know I, what the one to one well, is. Well, I think film huh. technique is probably gotten, I don't want to say gotten better, but clearly like we, the like craft of making movies and how complicated it can it can get and how many people are involved that is definitely grown over time and there are a lot of people who are like masterminds at that right mm -hmm. and and then but you have then people. you have all the avengers movies and like the marvel movies and it's like technically if you're looking at it from the perspective of like collaboration and like these hundreds of people and like you know the the lighting and the way like the how the cgi blends with real shots and just like the amount of responsibility and crew and all that stuff it's yeah. like whoa you know it's an industry <laughs> it, yeah. yeah and then i look but i look at it from other perspectives i'm just like oh, crap you know but it's like all these all these people work so hard on something like with millions of dollars and it's yep. like clearly it's not just yep. but i'll just watch it and and, and pay it and be like oh it's, it's stories been done like a million times you know yeah. well, it's you like save i'm the over universe. here being a snob who isn't gonna save the i mean you gotta yeah. save the universe yeah, especially I'm new sure. york city or, or you gotta save the 18 realms or whatever oh, no doubt <laughs> it's always a realm yeah <laughs> um <laughs> the timelines but yeah, what what movies have got have caught your eye and made you really angry or made you really like oh, inspired or happy? I want to say really quickly that uh, you know, into COVID, I ended up really taking some wacky turns in terms of uh, what I was watching and consuming. 
Friends. Uh, you watching Friends? No, I was starting Cheers. Coco Mill. Dude, I watched Cheers when too. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> yeah, I you missed Boston. watching that in New England. I started watching. You missed that. Boston, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I was like, I'm gonna crush Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> oh I'm gonna crush gosh. it. I got, I'm, I'm like season four right now. But yeah, I got to like season seven and then I stopped. Yeah. I've also been deliberately tanking, is what I call it, and just watching like really, really bad stuff. I, um, yeah, too hot to handle on Netflix. Yeah, I watched <laughs> The Punisher, the Netflix <laughs> branded Marvel show. Oh. Really, really bad. Never watched that. I watched the Daredevil movie, or show. But. Yeah, I, I think I watched that too. The one uh, thing I deliberately watched that was in that genre, you know, I felt like it was just like garbage. Like I was watching Upload. Like, have you seen that? No, I've never it's, even heard um, of it. What's his name? Greg from the who made the Office, or whatever. He oh, did yeah, the yeah, Good yeah. Place, and mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. His what's name? his last name? Oh, Greg. Greg Gregory. Craig Greg he made the Greg. office and all that stuff. Anyway, so he made Greg sh- Daniels. Daniels, yeah. yeah so he makes a show. So I think he did the Space Force or whatever. Anyway, so there's yeah. a show on Amazon where you get uploaded into when you you can either choose to die and go to real eternity or you can circumvent <laughs> death and go to alternate, um, which is like a computer generated uh, uh, convalescent home essentially where you can live in digital space. And people so can sad. put on VR suits to visit you, and what? Can, yeah, so you can live in this, um, in the upload. You can choose to live in the upload, <clears throat> or you can just die of natural and causes, it, and, and it's you know bad? it's unknown. I mean, it's one of those ones. Is, it's like it, it's cheesy enough that it was making me laugh because I was making fun of it. But then I, me and Lenell were like, "Oh, this is kind of you know, it's got a little bit of charm to it here and there." And we just kept watching it. And it was one season. I, I felt that way about The Good Place. Yeah, I, I was just like, and then I, I was yeah. like, oh, actually, oh, yeah, like the first. I think what it was the first episode was just like the cars on the highway. Like it was like CGI. It was so bad that we were like, "What the heck?" And then I think they upped it up and improved it for. Se- Episode two, they three, four. The, the upload. Yeah, I mean, wow, the, up, up the upload the, quality. So yeah, yeah, and, and I'm right to, there with you. To that, yeah, and, and you know, I, I have friends who are uh, big anime heads. Um, we all know that guy, big anime anime person. So I tried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you tried. tried very, you tried to get into some, anime. I tried some. What did really, you try? Well, I I got through some of the more reputable, old school, not old school. Cowboy but, uh, Bebop. Crush that. Have a great, it's a great one. Last yeah, Airbender. Very good. Uh, didn't I that. that I, I, I've heard that's good. <laughs> what other ones? I did. Uh, Pokemon? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. That was very, very good. Haven't, mm-hmm. heard, haven't watched Only that. watched a couple episodes from it. Yeah. I haven't finished. Uh, yeah. I haven't finished. Uh, Gracie like the name of it. Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, really? Yeah. Mike over here finished uh, Stalker because he told me on the phone. And I had been holding out on the single Tarkovsky film, The Sacrifice, which is his last movie. I had not watched it. That's the I was only waiting. one I've watched for some reason. I was waiting to watch it because I was like, the last one, you can only you know watch this for the first time. It's going to be an event. One time. And I did it. <clears throat> that's how a I couple felt. days before I came across the country. That's uh, how I felt about Stalker. I remember, you, I remember you talking about that movie, talking about Tarkovsky, and then I remember you making a video of unboxing your Criterion Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, I got... I got Stalker in the mail. Pretty excited. Pretty excited <laughs> about this. I don't remember this. that. You're unwrapping it, filming it. <laughs> I just remember being like, he loves this movie so much that he's filming himself unwrapping the clear packaging. Hmm. Where yeah. here, here you reveal the clearness to oh, reveal yeah. the same. It was so. Movie. It was it was hilarious. So I, I was I made a note of, of that in my in the back of my head, and I saw it on sale once, and I just bought it. I just bought that same Criterion Blu-ray. I just thought it looked nice. 
and you had talked it up and it was one of those situations where I just, I <laughs> just had it in, you know, like on my shelf for years now. I'm just like, it's not, it's not, I don't even time. have a DVD. Player. It's not the time to, to, to watch stalker. Do you have uh, a Blu-ray player? No. I have my, I have Come a on. PlayStation 4 that has a Blu-ray player, obviously. Yeah, I sold mine. Obviously. I sold everything. I, uh, obviously. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I was pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised. I knew it was going to be good, but I was not prepared. I uh, watch it again, huh? I watched a little bit of the uh, Votary podcast, uh, Tenant Review. <laughs> what did you think? What did you watch Tenant? Can we Can we bring that into this did podcast? Did you love it? Because it would be really funny if you loved it. Huh? Yeah, right. All right. Uh, now we uh, fruit you, the you want the Farb Master uh, what are we at? Tenant take? Let's yes, do I do. Uh, I do. I'm, I'm just getting a beer. I can hear you. 40-minute... Check in. We're we're at the tenant review portion of the podcast. <laughs> I just want to. I'm gonna I'm gonna filibuster this tenant review. Are we like Are we like not rolling now? Are we waiting? No, for we are. To return? We're no, still we're rolling. rolling. Like, this is where we usually discuss tenant. So go ahead. You can okay. take over. <laughs> it's a pretty regular. Segment. So we've reached the tenant mark yes. of the podcast. Okay, go ahead. Christopher Nolan's tenant is like uniformly unwatchable. Whoa! There it is. <laughs> I like this guy. Uniformly. I don't even know what that means. Uniformly. No, thank God. I saw it in theaters. Bro, I and saw it in theaters. Setting. Wow. The theater. And, uh, I really wish I had been sleeping. <laughs> it was a complete mess. My <laughs> friend and I were my friend and I were both Horrible. pretending There's we, a we were both pretending that we knew what was going on for an hour. And then he just looked over to me and he goes, Hey, uh, do you have any idea what's going on? And I was like, Well, yeah. No, I, I was don't. I, <laughs> I was kinda lost at the start when they put in the guy in the van. <laughs> By the time they were doing that, I was already like, what's going on? And then he was on a boat, and then he was on a ship. And then he yeah. was <laughs> also, Christopher Nolan is uh, on a uh, on a campaign, like on a on an all-out, like, ride-or-die mission to, like, just completely assault your ears. Yeah. Yes, with the is. horrible mixing at, like, every single point and turn, every single movie, like, the last three movies. Well, you know that even started in, like, I feel like it started in Interstellar. Yeah, it's just like well, I'm sorry. Well, no, my, it's like my watching experience dialogue. Of, well, it's not even. Worse. There was audio clipping, like even in, yeah. when the guy was yelling at his, being abusive to his wife, he was clipping all over the place. I was like, what did they do? Just record this on like one mic, and like they were like, oh, we well, can't get that scene again. Yeah, they didn't ADR it or anything. They it's were just okay, like, no, nah, I recorded it on a lab that was inside of <laughs> clipped. Yeah, yeah it favorite. was completely clipping. I was like, I don't remember that scene. My favorite was when you know, on the yacht. and this is why I you know love that you know Chris. And I love when Chris does this. <laughs> Chrissy, love. There's a shot of like a woman going into a bank or something, and there's like a like a medium shot. No, no, no. There's like a wide shot of her walking, mm -hmm. but then it cuts to like a medium of her entering. Let's cut to the IMAX camera for that one and just change aspect ratios. <laughs> it just blows up on the next. And when you're it's watching, like just it, someone walking into it, it's like. <laughs> really? I for what? That. For, for like walking into a store, and yeah. he's, and it's been that way since the Dark Knight, where he's shot on IMAX cameras, but yeah. not exclusively. Uh, I, so it'll keep changing aspect. Let's get ratios. the IMAX camera. I watched shot. I watched Dunkirk on uh, IMAX, and it's pretty epic. The opening was epic. Personally, <clears throat> Dunkirk. Like I was there. Is is that it's the movie, the that, movie that's made you the most angry in the last year? Because <laughs> it clearly made us angry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was or there. confused, just confused. What else angry. has made you angry? If that was only confused, what? <laughs> What's angered you? <sighs> What's angered you? I think the Disney Mulan made me angry. Oh, that was that was, that was really bad. Legitimately, like fury. That was really bad, man. Mm -hmm. But I also spent money on it too. So. 
thirty bucks. I was also angry at myself for buying. Get it for, for thirty dollars. I would be angry it at on you Disney too. Plus. I was like, I'm already paying if for you Disney Plus. It. I rented it. If you rented it for me, I'd be angry at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was rough. I watched um, um, a directed Netflix uh, with Octavia Spencer and Melissa McCarthy, where they're superheroes. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Came no. out this year. <clears throat> yeah, that was a 1.5 out of five. It <laughs> was a complete disaster. I don't think they were actually in this. It looked as if they were not in the same room the entire shoot. <laughs> they probably like were. Shot reverse the entire time, and it looked like every background was green screen. I was like, whoa, this is like an elaborate. No one's together here. This is like very COVID. It's like a COVID production. Oh, like in the worst oh, way possible. Gosh. Oh. Um, yeah, it was, that, was, that was a nightmare. Well, was that the reason it was bad? Okay. Yeah, all, yeah, I mean, all the writing, acting, everything, story, but also that. <laughs> <laughs> but I watch bad stuff Holy deliberately. Crap. I have a weekly uh, screening with my, my buddy who lives in Texas. Every Sunday we watch bad movies. Really? It's a, I, like a you've been doing that block. for a long time. I've been time. doing that since I've known you. Yeah, I've been doing it for I five remember years. that. Wow. Every Sunday? Every Sunday. Forgot and, and it's with a guy in Texas? With a guy in, well, he lives in Texas now, but we live together in Massachusetts. Um. And he moved to Texas. So how do what? you do it when you watch it together? You, do you do so a, it's um, very, this is a very, watch party? I, this is for all the, you know, the 35,000 people that have just tuned in on Spotify to listen yep. to this podcast. <laughs> I want to tell you exactly what we do. So here's how it goes. We're on Zoom and then we go to the same movie because we're using the same streaming service. And then we go, okay, three, two, <laughs> one, click. And we've been doing it for so long that we both know like the exact time between one and then when we're actually supposed to call. Oh my gosh. Two, one. <laughs> well, you know, there's like years. a watch party feature. <laughs> yeah, but no. those things, you know, there's nothing like yeah, the organic three, two, one. Oh, I know. <laughs> what were your, uh, some of your favorite bad movies? We should try that. Organic. Because I love, I love bad, like, yeah. Deliberately so there's a trilogy movies. on Netflix right now called The Kissing Booth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Joey King. I mean, she's dynamite. This is not. This is in earnest. She's so funny and good, and, and she's very. She keeps. Who is that? The, she keeps. Is she's that like the twenty-one-year-old actress. She plays like this main character. Oh, she's very good. She's just five foot ten. The movies are horrible. Uh, tw- you know, twenty-one-year-old <laughs> <laughs> like, actress. Like, um, and it, <laughs> and uh, these movies are like two hours and forty-five minutes, and they're like teen Each? dramas, and I'm like, why are they? Is this like an Ozu film? Like, is this like a Tokyo story? Like, why is this so long? <laughs> nope, it's just the kissing booth. Um, and they're garbage, but they're so fun because, you know, she's very, she's a very good actor. Mm. So, yeah, I love to hate that movie. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, intru- I'm interested in, uh, Jamin, what's the last thing you watched that really, uh, that really caught mm. your eye? Really ticked you off. <laughs> the one that made me mad? Well, how about the one that made you feel really good? Mm. Sorry. Could we get positive? <sighs> Let me check my letterbox. <laughs> See, that's how I feel when I was asked that question. I was like, I don't remember. Do you know, I, I had jury. I had jury duty last year, <laughs> and they asked me what type of movies do you like, and I had to explain. Are you serious? What my favorite movies were in and, jury duty, and I was like, <laughs> like I think I said something about Wes Anderson, maybe, and, the, and then they said, they're like, yeah, you can go home. <laughs> they said you can go home. <laughs> I didn't serve on the jury. I was like, yo, this is the third time I've been called in for jury duty Just and do, never I'm served. Do that yeah, you know, Martin Scorsese. Uh, yeah, I love Scorsese. I'm, I'm going to do uh, Wes Anderson. I'm going to use the Wes Anderson excuse. Yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah, you know, Grand Budapest is so Please good. Go like, home. get out. But so pompous. I watched that. <laughs> but then if you said, like, Tom Ford or, like. Are you still thinking or you want me to No, go? no, I've got one. Oh, you got one. I go actually got a couple. Let me so do I one. haven't I've watched very few movies this year, which is so makes me a little sad. Same. 
well, are good. But I've also been um, watching a lot of shows. But uh, I did a Citizen Kane and then Mank back to back. That's very fun. What's Mank? Mank is the new Fincher. Where it's talking about it's the Orson Welles. Right. It's like this writer of that, yeah. Gary Old, Old, Oldman. Is it good? Gary Oldman, yeah. And he plays the writer. <laughs> I thought you said. I thought. I thought you said very old men. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say very old man. Very old man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was. He, very he old plays man. the writer um, who wrote Citizen Kane. Right. And yeah, really interesting. Mm. Like, wait, mm. was that the first time I you had watched Citizen Kane? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, David Fincher is somebody who I would definitely like love to just like everyone's in a room talking about how good it is. And I'm like, yes. yeah, that was not good. <laughs> and here's yeah, why. Fincher. Not, not with Mank. I couldn't help but enjoy that movie. I thought it was uh, very well made. And the sound mixing was like, going in a very different direction. You didn't like it? It was deliberate. Like the, the sound uh, design was like deliberately um, almost like and like a very analogy in an old yeah, style. They did the, that's cool. I watched um, a YouTube video where it's like. Here is how it sounded when we recorded it. And here's our post-processing. And I couldn't hear a difference. <laughs> oh, no. The qualifier of this being that all my friends hated Mank. And okay. like, were like, I, yeah, I didn't think that was good. But I couldn't help was but it like good? it for some It was okay. Okay. Yeah, it was, I thought it was interesting. It was like a nice little view into 40s, 40s Hollywood. Yeah, so, I would be anyways. The other but before you go... Oh. Go and for while it. I'm still going. Oh, go. Keep going. So pompous. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Jamin? <laughs> or me? <laughs> I was just going to say that's great. The movie that really... Before Ca you say that's great. Attention. I'm also, this is another one that I'm late to the party on, but Uncut Gems. Yeah, that's a great movie. Oh, I didn't finish it three times. I, I, I watched it for the it. first time. At, I thought I was I was watching it on my phone, and I was like, I'm going to watch 20 minutes before I go to bed. Yeah. And then I couldn't put it down. Oh, the Safety Brothers. Have to watch, I, I love, had to watch the whole yeah, two hours. You basically them. don't exhale. It was amazing. Or two hours. <laughs> or I thought it was much better than Good Time, personally. Yeah, yeah, I yeah like, me too. I like Good Time, the feel of it, but the actual feeling it gave me. <laughs> I was like, nah, well, those are for then, some for some reason they're able to actually create a main character in Uncut Gems who's making horrible decisions that yeah. you actually care about and empathize mm -hmm. with. And in Good Time, I just didn't empathize with Robert Pattinson's character at all. I I, I just I he hated, was like a creep. I a hated it. Yeah, I just was the yeah. whole time. I was just like, oh, I hate didn't you do like so one? Th what was it like they kidnapped a brother or something from the hospital, and it was a different person and. In good time, um, yeah, yeah, I think I remember so. That. Just took yeah. one of his brothers, plays his brother, one yeah. of the directors, one right. of his time. Yeah. yeah, but um, it was like a different person. It was a little pompous of him. But Maybe yeah. it's just that it's Adam Sandler <laughs> in Uncut Gems that you just pompous. automatically like. Oh no, I need you know. to. I need to finish it. I, I started it and we just got interrupted. Never, Dude, there's also like re you know when when you know when you know that a movie has research behind it because mm -hmm. these, these ten years of these safties like a. I mean, actually, more than that. They wrote it for him. They really. kind of grew up in, in that environment. Like researched the Diamond District in, in, wow. in New York and, and lived it, <clears> and <throat> were able to also put Sandler amidst. He's like walking around, and everybody around him are like real people. Like the, the, the yeah. FedEx guy who has him sign for the, the that's gym at the central. It was with just a FedEx guy from that area. Wow. That that's has to be the incredible. Movie. So. Yeah, but it, didn't they have him in mind since they were oh, teenagers? Yeah, so for, they like, had since him in 2008, mind. they wanted yeah. Adam Sandler to be in it. And did you passed. see the Vimeo short film they did with him where it was like gold yes. versus silver or yeah. whatever? They yeah, were like just statues. Wait, what is that? 
It's like a short film that I think it was Benny Safdie did that it's a, it's just like a little three minute experimental. I think it might be longer than that where he's like It's probably while they were shooting Wait, with Adam Sandler? Yeah. Well, wow, that's You should just look it up. It's just on Vimeo. I'll it, just it, look it, it up. Short film. Just After look it up. this. Maybe. No, it had like gorgeous visuals though. Like it, it and I, I, I love when they kept like zooming into almost like this space like interior of like the rock and everything. It's so cool. Oh, spoiler. Oh. They do that in the first shot. <laughs> and that comes out of um, Adam Sandler's butt. Oh, yeah, dude, come on. Which is right. No, I knew that. I knew that well, one. The trailer. That's at the end. But I knew that from the trailer. So bummed. Dixon have a fish <laughs> butt. But uh, no, I watched a Seth Rogen directed film, Good Boys. I think he directed that, I'm pretty sure. I think he produced it. Or he mm. produced it. That's what it was. You yeah, you were talking that? about Did that. Did you think that was bad? I cracked up a lot. I thought it was funny. Right. Did you see it? I did. Uh, what did I you think? I thought it was like, you know, your typical, you know. No, I had no expectation. I thought it was going to be a horrible movie just because, like, I'd seen the trailer and it was like, oh, yeah. so stupid. Kids being, like, whatever, kids, vulgar or whatever. Probably. I thought that was, no, just like they were like, these yeah. kids swear. I was like, oh. But then I watched it and, you know, we, we kind of cracked up the whole time. Maybe we were just in a funny mood, but uh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Do, do Are we at the end? Well, this is a good podcast topic. Here we go. <clears throat> Are we are at, we the, at end the end of like of the idiosyncratic, uh, um, sort of like wing it comedy genre, where a director will just allow we've been at the well, subject to just I, just ramble like Judd Apatow style. It's over, right? We, we don't. I see just movies. watched some a, uh, a um, video essay on this. Oh, did you? Yes. Give me some this exact uh, top well, on any movie that Judd Apatow has been famous for. <laughs> it's like. Uh, you watch uh, Jonah Hill or Adam Sandler, not Adam, jo- well, Adam Sandler and Funny People or Seth Rogen or any of these big guys that are Craig Robinson and um, Danny McBride, they'll run through and make these jokes. But what you're watching is like the 13th take, yeah. right. just moments for yeah, um, like anchor, like, even like Anchorman or those something. Are all, and it's yeah. all the same style. Yeah, but we don't right. see those movies anymore. I don't think they exist. That's what this, yeah, and this that's guy why was when you brought it up because Good Boys is that style. Because I, I was like, ugh, finally, like, you know what I mean? When you're looking for just a a comedy, just to just to just to have fun to, and what at yeah. comedy, at the comedy. Like, you, you, like you'll have a subject like you're like <laughs> a stupid version of a dumb guy who came out of a something. You're like a dumb, stupid, dumb something like like the and, like, and then they just do that line like over and over. And then like you'll hear like three but different it's, versions. It's, they're just having. I mean, that's how I I used to make skits with my friends. Like it's yeah. just you're having fun on camera, and then it comes like literally like I'd be crying laughing editing some stupid skit we did with my iPhone because we were having so much fun shooting it. And you could tell that with a comedy when they're just literally just, here's a little stupid story, but we're going to have so much fun with like the actual way we deliver. Yeah. And I think it might be too high stakes now because a couple of reasons, but one is like the, the um, superhero genre is just inundated everything. Those have to be funny now too. Yeah. Like that is what comedy is it's like action and comedy all together and it has to make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for a long time comedies have been dead even from those those Judd Apatow comedies. Like they're not just comedies. <laughs> <laughs> There's all there has to be action comedy or or like comedy drama dramedy. It has to be like comedy with something else. Well, I think well, now well, there isn't on, just like a straight comedy. You can't just have straight comedy with <laughs> That you're talking about stand up. No, no, like straight up comedy films that are like just a, like, like hot rod. It's just like meant a slapstick to be comedy. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, like, th- but there's usually some type of drama or some type of action occurring. I guess even like <laughs> Dumb and Dumber has like it has like a, a, a sort of like chase like it's got a story action theme. To a, to a degree. So but, right, right before I watched Good Boys, we watched Stuber. Oh yeah, I and that is a hundred percent just action flick comedy. And same thing, I had no expectations, and I laughed quite a few times, but. It felt more like the typical what people want. Like, I want it to be an action buddy cop, like hilarious, you know, like the not so much romance, but like the um, the chemistry there between two actors and all that. Like, it's more about the chemistry than it is about objective comedy. Right. Mm. What do you what do you think? You think it's over? Comedy's dead. <laughs> no, I just think that style is like no longer doesn't seem to be have as much pull because it felt like it was um a style of comedy that grew out of the camaraderie of a particular group of mm. hmm. performers like, and directors who were all making this like the, who were like the juggernauts of hmm. that genre think of like, like stepbrothers yeah so it's like judd apatow's entire group of friends but then into rogan and um goldberg producing all that stuff and then their hmm. buddies like the the women who produced um, bridesmaids and then mm-hmm. and paul feig well, I was going to say, Paul Feig, right? Paul, Paul, Feig? Paul Feig did the new Ghostbusters and I think he was trying, I didn't yeah. watch it. I saw like, I, I was fascinated by it and I just saw a bunch of like yeah. behind the scenes stuff. And I think he tried to do that with that movie and it just fell on its face. And running concurrently with that is Happy Madison, which is sort of not the idiosyncratic style, which is like, let's go on vacation with my buddies and shoot, hmm. you know, some daddy daycare. Yeah, or something like that. That's all just hyper, like very scripted. Yeah, but those right. comedies are still around because ne- you know Hubie Halloween. Yep, yep. Mm. Isn't there a Hubie, Hubie too? I hope there's one? a Hubie too. Do you think it's because uh, executives want to know exactly what they're uh, getting? Less like, risk. Yeah, less risk. Like they don't want to. There's not as much room for just experiment and. That's a good question. Probably. I I, I think certain movies started to flop even though they had like tons of stars in them and once once that becomes something that is not reliable you're like oh crap like we can have all these a-listers in there and it can still lose money <laughs> like maybe we need to rethink all of this and then something you, you then you have a harder time even making like a lower budget movie they'll put more money into something it seems that will just have a, a larger return if it has more of a uh, you know, a sure thing. Yeah, I literally like cry laughing at like YouTube comments. <laughs> you know, <laughs> me too. You know like, like for me, that's like, the most hilarious comedy is just the organic YouTube comment interactions that I'm seeing. And I'm like, <laughs> like I screenshot last night at like midnight. I see some guy like say like something so ridiculous. Like someone comments on something and he says like, oh, I backflipped off my computer and both broke both my feet hitting my monitor <laughs> everyone's like bro you need therapy go get help they're all like serious he's not even being serious like it just literally makes me crack up so bad like just reading these youtube comments bro, I'm like, therapy. yeah like what like that's the the tickle i need <laughs> you know like like through movies like i don't know maybe maybe we gotta make one i don't know uh, the uh the the video essay i was watching was also questioning if it's because of meme culture and maybe we get all of our humor through memes now. We don't need It's so movies. concentrated. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like just joke, joke. I mean, you could go on TikTok or Instagram and it's just like memes. 
even Netflix has on the app, it has quick laughs now. Have I you saw seen that. that? I yeah. was like, I wow, what are you trying to like play play off of the the TikTok culture? Well, it's like just like fifteen second funny thing. Even YouTube has shorts. Yeah, just like short, 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 short. Like there, everything is, you know, and that is where people concentrate. You know, it was like Vine was hilarious until mm. it, you know, got run out by these group of people that were that were scripting it right it's the same thing it's like choking it out by trying to formalize it like it needs to be organic um yeah er earlier you said something about um you said it really quickly but i wanted to come back to it about like me sort of coming back to empathy like when you were watching movies when you were younger you're like oh wow like this is calling out something that i'm feeling is are movies the only thing that kind of give you that like when you read a book, do you still have that yeah. feeling? Mm -hmm. So is it, is it is it is it stories? Is it film? Is it certain movies that you had in your childhood? Or is, is it, it frame rate? Yeah. <laughs> is it the is it the the lighting? Sixty frame or just one forty eight frames per second exclusively now? Is it is it twenty nine point nine? Is it the letterbox? Yeah, it's the letter. It's the four by three HD is my favorite aspect ratio. <laughs> and that's the only way I can feel empathy for the a film. Dolby surround. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a mix of. Um, image and sound or I, I don't know I, I think that music definitely bit, plays a big role for me too I know mm -hmm. it does for you yeah um, because there are moments in, in movies where there are just subtleties mixed with the soundtrack and I feel yeah. uh, you know I'm just like dripping with uh, emotion yeah um, music is very manipulative do you ever cry in movies sure sure which, which ones have you seen warrior yeah, I have. Every time with that. That's a good one. I uh, watched Creed uh, two nights uh -huh. ago before yeah, I... You love that out. scene with the motorbike going uh, down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that Silly. I like that scene? Or are you, yeah. just, are you just... Yeah, you just... Oh, I thought you were just like winging it. I was like, oh, shh. <laughs> I do love Creed. And every time I think I'm just going to watch that movie for five seconds, I'm like, okay, let me just watch this one clip. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole two and a half hour movie. I did that literally two nights ago. I'm like, wow, this is the exact kind of blockbuster that I like because the, it's so, the, so the boxing movie. Yeah. yeah, except in the end, it looked like a video game. He was like, <laughs> okay, so Warrior and Creed are both boxing movies. You have which well, ones, which ones, ones you'd see? Well, one's MMA. MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MMA, bro. Okay, so pompous. Boxing. So sorry, jeez. Okay. <laughs> they're Anyways. both they're Hashtag both so pompous they're both punching movies <laughs> so action movie that's why i've avoided them but everyone seems to love both, <laughs> both those movies and uh wow you're crying in them so i guess i should oh no that. yeah they're i mean michael b jordan is a, a great actor so i, mean, I, cry, mm. I, I cried mean, in tom, uh, black panther tom hardy so. is a great actor you know what always makes me cry tom Hardy's <laughs> is, also is uh great. jim saying bye to uh michael scott in the okay. office yeah, I thought you were going to say Woody saying goodbye not, to not Buzz like, Lightyear. Not like full-on tears, okay, just, 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 right just little little, uh, little choked up every time. Don't, don't bring that up. <laughs> I'm scared to watch the... We need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, we need to talk no, about Kevin. Don't be scared. Watch it. Yeah. Great yeah. I love John C. Riley. so Gorgeous. Great movie. Very troubling, but really good movie. See, troubling? Scared. Oh, it's I knew. No, no. But I very tasteful. It's hashtag very tasteful, though. Okay. It is hashtag. It, it, it's not pompous. It's so not pompous. It's not... It's not... It's it's talking about a very hard subject in a in a clever way. It's not yeah. it's not like she she knows what to show, what not to show. Mm -hmm. It's good. She's amazing. It's very so. good. Um, yeah, th that movie made me emotional actually. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Because I, I was trying to think what what movies have made me like not just tear up, but like re really like affected. I'm like yeah, mm. that was one for sure.
I, I'm, I don't know if this, again, going back to this, the, the time in your life that you're watching something is so important, right? Like if you're, if yeah, you're going oh, through absolutely. something when you watch it, like I, I remember watching, um, a star is born. I just rewatched the first 35 minutes of that movie last week. I've only seen it one the time in theaters. Or the specifically, new one? the newest one. Specific the newest of one. the four, whatever that they made. Specifically, the first 35 minutes. Could I name any movie that. and you would just say, I watched it uh, last week? <laughs> name the movie. <laughs> Star is Born. I watched that last week, the first 35 minutes. <laughs> Creed. I don't know. <laughs> Who made that? No, but yeah, I mean, I, f I feel like I remember Creed 2. Literally, like. I yeah. don't like Creed 2. Feeling I mean, choked up. Creed 3 is coming out. Not going to be good. Uh -oh. Dang, I didn't see number mm -hmm. 2. No, two's, two, uh, two's not good. Okay. But, I mean, good training montages and boxing sequence, mm. sequences. Is that uh, the one with girlfriend? Or do they both have? They're both in it. The the same couple that are... Every movie has a girlfriend. Okay, sorry. It. I think every movie that's not a planned sequel in, or like a, a trilogy usually just is bad, right? Like every... Like every Unless it's like Tessa Thompson, if Go they're not planned, I can't think of a trilogy or a, or a sequel that's not planned or not shot at the same time, not part of a series already that it actually turned out good. <laughs> the first one's always good, there's and the second and third are always worse. Maybe uh, intentionally done. John Wick that's two, Terminator two, Terminator two. Oh, good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Terminator Two, I think, is better than Terminator. That's a that's the rare case. Very true. Um, they did it. Look at them do it. They did it. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a Spider Man that's... Two. Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two. Mm. Better than Spider Man Three. That's what I mean. Watch, then Spider Man Three is horrible. But when you <laughs> watch Spider, but go back, Mike Palumbo. Go back to Spider Man Three. Now, oh, you like after it now? this whole Marvel onslaught? Oh go back gosh. to Spider-Man. Oh. It is so drinking, fun. It's gonna be drinking Poland it's Spring better, out of the freezer. It's so better fun. than most of the yeah Marvel movies. Sure, Schmarble. Sure. It's better than most of the Schmarble movies. <laughs> Didn't we have like Evil Spider-Man comes in? There's like 43 villains Sandman. in that movie. It's a mess, <laughs> but there's so it's many so crazy true. moments where just yeah. Sam Raimi's like whatever. Dude, yeah. and it's like that's the best part. It's just it whatever. Votary Podcast Twenty Two, yeah. a Spider-Man through review. No, I gotta tell you, it's really hard to make a commercial for like a plumbing company or something, and then make and then have like feel a connection and feel like a, the, the empathy machine moving. And you guys have always been uh, able to do that. Mm. And I think it comes from just like the type of personalities that the guy over there who's working very hard at the moment, or he's in the bathroom. I don't know which one. One of the two, yeah. Could be doing both Keeps at once. Going. The guy who built this company with his bare hands. Uh, I, built I, this I can tell machine. you there were some key moments of watching. Uh, my friend Matt was was showing us the classic Simon Sinek start with why thing that that sparked something within us. Then I uh, read a chapter in uh, Jordan Peterson's book about how important meaning is, and that sparked a lot of conversation about talking about the meaning. And then uh, we were all realizing like, oh, everything used to be story driven and understanding someone's story and then these are the sort of the elements of that and that's really what makes connection and sort of like these things that we already kind of knew i yeah. think that were inside us were just being like uh addressed through the years yeah. yeah i think i think the difference from when you worked here to now is that we kept the drive alive that was we want to tell stuff that's meaningful and authentic but really now we're backtracking being like well how do we make this structured how do we implement this on a scalability level how do we 
bring clients through a process and make them feel taken care of. Whereas before we were just like, we're just going to make stuff we like. And like, we still do that, but we got to, you know, in order to become, you know, a next level, you have to, you know, make that a little more uh, robust than just, we're going to go out with a camera and shoot it and edit it. You know, it's gotta be, it's gotta be more to it. There's there's definitely a process, but I don't, it, it doesn't come across like there's ever been, um, the process has ever become uh, mechanized Inhibited. in a way yeah, we're that, not that you're removing your personality. Yeah, from. exactly. Just like all those movies we were just speaking about um, that may have had so much, you know, squeezed out of them because the cash or the, yeah, you the know, cash. the cast or the cash or whatever it is was <laughs> the objective. <laughs> but I, I think it's, you know, when I came in, when I, you get the nostalgia too. This is what I started with. You come off of, you know, I, I used to, live in Western Massachusetts and I would commute to Rotary every day, an hour each way. And I'd come in and then I would go to Harlow street next to the, uh, school bus cemetery where Rotary used to be with the sprinkler factory. When you see it now, when I came in, when I turned right onto S- union, street? <laughs> union? So union school, street. but it was that left before yeah. school and yeah. left union. Right. And I saw that sign. I was like, wow. Dude, we just and I felt a sense up. of, I know it's perfect time. And I felt a sense of, um, like it was a very nice to see because it felt like oh man they've gotten they've gotten big time here big, mm. bigger sign bigger building well, and coming up here the fifth floor with you got you got to hear the logo it, on the quite, elevator quite, that was my favorite part it's quite pompous logo on the elevator it's a little means pompous. means some legit means your jet means your hashtag legit. pompous we wanted to have the sign but then you know for marketing purposes but then you know we're feeling Maybe like just it's a little pompous. you're not real until you have a sign on your elevator door mm-hmm. or whatever but mm-hmm. when i opened it up and saw how big it was because when i had seen this podcast it looked as if it was in the corner of the sprinkler factory yeah, yeah. I mean, and i forgot you guys i didn't know you guys moved i thought that the same jed vibe. had just taken more right. of the same space as yeah. the office absolutely no nope that's insane not until Mike bro told me. <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> did you see the <clears throat> sign video that just went up sorry no i have not it's some drone footage isn't that amazing? Can you go on and look at it right now? So you can maybe give like a live it. review. What do you guys feel the three of you are like your like of each other that are your main strengths that complement one another? Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. And say it in an equitable way that well, doesn't make anyone feel hurt. Authenticity. We probably all Yeah, you're all authentic and you tell real stories. Okay, well, we anyway. probably <laughs> storytellers. We probably all have different <laughs> answers to that, right? Well, okay. So how about every person gets to say one thing and you could pick so you want me to say what I <laughs> feel about Mike, I Mike like or about Jamin. Mike and Jamin? Yeah. Or either or. Okay, well, I'm a slow thinker, so you guys go. Mm. I think that each of us were probably able to get on the same place, like, creatively uh, with one of our visions. I think when one of us wants to lead uh, either direct... Um, or produce or shoot or some of one of us has an idea we can very quickly get on that same page and sort of just serve the end result um because we've all worn multiple hats i is sh- uh help shoot and then edited a uh an interview with jamin recently that was very different you know and having to like sort of jump into a different role that I usually would do. Um, and that was really cool. And we I have to say on that. that was very interesting to be interviewed by Mike. I actually felt like so 
put at ease. I was like, wow, this is what it feels like to be interviewed by Mike. It's just like so Chill. easy. I think I think that's the I think that's what I think my strength is is coming up with the environment and like story structure and yeah, interviewing process. And then <clears throat> I kind of like seeing what someone else does with that, but it was fun to do to edit edit that afterwards too cuz I don't do enough of that. Um I feel like Jono's strength is always taking something to like this other place. Like we have this place where we're all in the same bubble where we're like, yeah, we totally get left field. We totally. And then Jono's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. But then I'm going to do something that's going to like bring it to the next level of things you would never. It's think, like a plant that's growing and it's like, wow, it's a beautiful plant. It's like green and beautiful. And then Jono's like, blossom. Jono's like all in the corner, quiet <laughs> with his headphones. Okay. But what if we set it on fire? <laughs> yeah, like just That's these lit, r like random ideas. Usually, in the, I feel like the editing process. I, usually, you'll have shot ideas that you'll just go off and do yourself too. Like we'll be shooting something, and then John will just like go do something else, and then come back. And he's and like, where, where were you doing? He's just like all sweaty. Like I was just getting the shot. I was just getting the, getting like the shot. You I've, know? Been, I've been there in that and then, moment. And then you see it in the end result. You're like, that's what you were showing. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that really answered your question. No, I, I feel like, I, uh, I feel like answer. Jamin is, is, uh, is that in a completely different way where it's like all the times that you think nobody's shooting, like Jamin captured these moments that is, are like, mm enhancing the uh the 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 story or whatever it might be um so i mean i'm sure that all of us as we make stuff mm -hmm. i think we have a shorthand and um I'm, I'm like looking forward to making more stuff with mm -hmm. you guys i don't and, know if it, i don't know if it relates to film like specifically but i feel like you're just like as a person you don't you don't just say or do stuff, you know, it's like the idea of like small talk, right? You don't just do it for the sake of, you know what I mean? Like, like I hate that awkward feeling of like, you have to just say stuff. Like you're just like, no, like I'm going to say what I feel and express myself in, in a way that is what I think. And it's okay if you disagree. And I think I've, I've really appreciated that. Yeah. But, likewise, know? I could say the exact same thing. Like Mike is one of the most authentically himself yeah. people, but not like, close you know what i mean like he'd be like oh i'm willing to learn it all so it's that really nice balance of always being someone who can learn and grow at the same time is bringing his own life experiences and just yeah still being it. like very opinionated <laughs> i thought we were just talking about i, mean, like I was just joking stuff, when, i guess uh, <laughs> no. and then okay and then again not, his fault. not a film thing no this all applies to how for, you conduct it like, for, as a filmmaker i, I guess was thinking about how for jamin i feel like it's just like you're up for anything like right now i could be like let's walk to boston you'd be like yeah let's do it you know and be like but can yeah. we get fro yet i'm just the most like pushover <laughs> person no like, you, you want to do you know what i mean like well, it's jamin like also does the face where he's like because he's trying to in whatever story to like find like the common ground or like to like gain insight into like what someone is yeah no yeah for sure <laughs> that's all i'm saying yeah yeah no you, for sure you like to do yeah, that no, yeah but yeah no i think that <laughs> everything pompous. that you guys are saying about each other like for even from my memory of you guys because i haven't seen you in so long uh it tracks mm. okay now let's say it checks about. out it's ben. an old code but it checks well out. i want to say Ben, you as much as you're like a, a workhorse and been very organized and been like you've been like uh, been grind been. grinding in 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 LA and I've said this to you on the phone, dude. I'm proud of you. You moved out there and 
have had like multiple jobs and I had to like and kept the same apartment and like made it and even just working in the industry being in LA yeah. is like Agreed. especially through last year is an accomplishment yeah so there's that but I also think that you have like a very 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 unique perspective that I'm looking I'm looking to whatever you're gonna make like I'm I got my antennas up ready for you to make some shit I know you're gonna you're like you know, you're like organizing edits and, your and that's time. great. And that's other people's work. I'm just saying when you are ready to make your stuff, be like I am, I am super excited to help you with it. See it. I'm just in general, like I, I will be, uh, maybe a be fan. part of it. I will be a fan. Maybe I'll well, be a part of it. I, maybe. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's, I'm just let's saying back it up. not everybody <laughs> has that, right? Not everybody has that. Every, some people are just very good at the technique. The some people some like people Jono, they just, they just like to edit, you know, that's all they do. They just sit there with a the computer and click. Everybody needs a worker. Bee. Flat climber, right? <laughs> Hashtag so pompous. Uh, <laughs> not everyone can be a queen bee, <laughs> but I'll you're like hashtag yes, queen. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, I want I want you to uh, keep creating. Not that you have stopped or anything, but I know you, you were like saying how you haven't you haven't done a whole lot of creative projects. I'm just saying I when, think when you're ready, when you're ready, I am excited. One other thing that's cool about you moving to LA is that uh, despite all of us missing you a lot, um, I think that you figured out a lot of your strengths in the industry and in production. Um, <laughs> And not necessarily being in sales, but might not necessarily be it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in managing and, um, helping a team achieve a goal, I think is, is really cool. You know, well, a lot of the, you've sold us on you right now. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point. I, I've always been able to sell myself. I don't, yeah, yeah, you did sell, but I don't know if that's what you wanted to be doing. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. To, Trial for me, I just love, uh, love, here's what I really like to do. I really like to get two people that I've met independently of one another, get them together and then have them also like all of us collectively collaborate on it's something. It's like Hitch or something? It's like producing. It's like, uh, it's like a love doctor? Mm -hmm. Hitch should be in the Criterion Collection actually. That's a Criterion <laughs> film. Have you mm -hmm. seen B movie? Yeah. Speaking of Jerry. bees. <laughs> You, you know, Seinfeld's talking about a movie. Best. Here I am talking about like a hashtag votary moment. I get like into like the you know the marketing and blah blah. blah. And then Jono in here comes over with the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're talking about movies that you're just gonna watch five minutes of, and then you end up watching ninety minutes, Creed and B movies every time. So you like Gets matchmaking? Me. How was this for everybody? Was this good? This podcast? This was a good podcast. I enjoyed it. I it, we might have to cut some stuff down because it might be too long. <laughs> well, we should have a director's I'm pretty, cut. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but, uh, I had a great time. What? Uh, are you gonna do? Yeah, what can people? Wh where can people find you? No, no, what can no, people look no, forward to? No. Uh, what, what are you gonna? What, what movie are you gonna watch next? <laughs> and um, go ahead. And what do you miss most about all of us? <coughs> Individually. Well, and there's people that aren't here that you talk about. So like, well, what, what was your best Jed moment that that maybe we don't know about? Hmm. Don't forget the other questions. <laughs> Um, so one time I went with Jed to film a toilet commercial in <laughs> Cleveland. <coughs> Holy crap. And we, I know what you're talking we about. Couldn't even I know what stay, you're talking about. We couldn't even stay a, a night. We paid for two flights in the same day. Yeah. 
we went there and shot for four and a half hours or five hours, maybe six, and then we flew back on the red eye. I remember that. Mm. And Jed was like, stay right here. I'm going to go into the bathroom. <laughs> and he like closed the door and he like got every conceivable angle of this toilet. <laughs> like every angle. Total completionist <laughs> move. I was like, wow, so thorough with this. <laughs> and then the whole day just flipped on its ear because we were like outside the Bear Stadium in the hotel filming this toilet. And then we're filming like this, like these two subjects, like downtown somewhere. Yeah. And man, it was, uh, yeah, that was a, it was a what great a, moment. And then we wait, were how have I not around. seen that? I don't know what happened. I don't think I've ever seen the finished product of that. You know, you know what it was? I know we, what it we, was. Didn't we have a retainer with that, like, that oh, toilet I company? Know, I know what it was. And the, you guys, that was, I, that, I inherited that. My favorite that because uh, you had toilet that company that we worked for was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that <laughs> company. <laughs> Wait. And I went to, and then we shot. It was, Did it wrong? <laughs> But yeah, that was a, that's a Jed moment. That's funny. Yeah. So what? Uh, what was the other questions that we asked? So go ahead and let us know what we should be looking for you on and what you're going to be oh, watching. What he misses about us. Uh, one thing oh, you miss man. about. Everyone. I miss the. I miss just the uh, the bubble the bubbliness and then the, just the positivity from all you guys. It's mm. Very nice to get. It just yeah. feels like very seamless. We all just started hanging out again. That's true. Yeah. Thanks, any ben. any final thoughts? I. Uh, in the same sense that uh, you guys are curious to see what I deliver next, I'd love to see what's going on with Votary and, and what yeah. you guys have around the corner. Just go ahead and go to mm. the website. Votary well, yeah. Films. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the latest portfolio piece. Yeah. Such good a having you. <laughs> John didn't so get pompous. spanked like at all when he was a kid. Parents <laughs> 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 have memories didn't, of being didn't, spanked. Yeah, yeah, not enough. I got spanked in the parking lot. <laughs> I was like 12. I was like, <laughs> I was I was like six seven. Foot. I was like seventeen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, it's always great connecting, and I should come out to Worcester more and visit. Next time yeah, I come here, you'll you have should. an even bigger office. Yeah, dude. Oh, I hope we're still here. <laughs> Just could, be an extension. Oh, so this one's a football field. <laughs> you can move out here. Yeah, we bought the stadium. You know, you can move out here and with the dome, live nearby, and come by the office every day and. Bring your mm. Dunkin' Donuts laptop up here and, and bring your laptop. Maybe reach out to some clients. Mm. Maybe send some just e for all emails. Just for old time's sake. I mean, yeah. Just, just we'll see what happens. <laughs> Make an LA sale, dude. Let's do this. Rotary Films, you guys. Just an idea. It's a great place. Mm. Great people. Mm. You know, killer filmmakers. That. Killer makers. Just, it's a collective of that. makers. <laughs> when John used to like rack focus <laughs> manually while like dripping sweat. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a filter effect on the lens. I like to oh, get yeah, condensation. It gives it a halo. <laughs> gives it a halo effect. You know, I like that. It's my signature. I was like, yeah, this is all really funny now, but then you're going to be like crying when you're watching this edit because it's so good. I keep, I keep thinking what we're going we're gonna to do now. And uh, I hope every listener here has exponentially improved since the moment they hit play. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Okay. Peace out.